following is a presentation of Artisan Church in Rochester, New York. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, we all appreciate the hard work that Pastor Jesse has put in in getting those groups ready, and um, I'm excited for all the great things that are going to happen in those groups. And thanks to all of you who agreed to lead one, and thanks in advance to those of you who are going to participate in one. One of the things I said in the introduction to our Christmas Eve video was we are grateful to everybody who helped make the video happen, but we're also grateful to the people who just view it because that's a symbol and a sign and an indication that we are in community with each other. So um, maybe it's kind of a weird thing to thank you for attending a group, but thanks in advance if you're going to attend one or more of those groups because it really does make a difference. The more people who are involved in those kinds of things, the the more um, kind of connection points we have in our community. And at a time like this, that's really, really valuable and important. So thank you. Uh, well, it is, as I mentioned at the top of the service, the season of Christmas tide right now. Um, the church calendar uh, thinks of Christmas, the season of Christmas, as Christmas and the days that follow it. <laughs> in fact, that's what the 12 days of Christmas actually refers to. Um, so leading up to Christmas, we're in the season of Advent. And then after Christmas, when the whole world is done thinking about Christmas, we think about Christmas. And um, that's just kind of one of the interesting things about how the church calendar works. So the readings today came from the lectionary, and they are from this. The, this week is called the first Sunday after Christmas, and so you can continue to use the lectionary in coming weeks um, for your own personal Bible reading because we are going to be using those texts in our services, and that's a really um, fairly easy way for you to be thinking ahead about what's coming up on a given Sunday. Today, um, actually though, instead of engaging with those texts directly in a sermon, I, I thought it might be fitting um, to reflect on this year <laughs> because it is the last Sunday of 2020. Can you believe that? Um, Maybe that's uh, something that brings you great joy. The last anything of 2020, I think, for a lot of us is a, is a cause for celebration. Um, and I, I know <laughs> that uh, at this point it's sort of become a, a meme or a cliche, at least, the idea that, that 2020 has been a rough one. And we have kind of joked about that a little bit and all the rest of it. Um, but today what I would like to do, um, because we sort of all know the ways that this year has been challenging, maybe awful, um, but there, I know for many of you, have been really wonderful and beautiful moments in this year as well. And so I would like to think together at a, about, uh, as a community about those types of things. And, and I want to do this without diminishing any of the very real difficulty and pain of this year. Okay, this is not a whistling past the graveyard type of exercise. Um, but I would like to hear from some of you uh, about the good things that happened to you um, in 2020, maybe specifically thinking about your your spiritual life or your experience with God. Um, your walk as a Christian, if you like that kind of language, during the year 2020. And so I'm going to ask you um, to type out some stuff in the chat. Um, and here's some 
question prompts that you might consider. How has God felt close to you um, this year? Or how have you felt close to God? Even if it was just one small occasion. Um, What blessings have you experienced in 2020? Uh, What will you look back on with fondness when all of this is a distant memory? You might even think about how have you seen God make beautiful things out of the dust this year? Um, So maybe specifically things that were bad, but contained a glimmer of hope or the the seed of something that is beginning to grow now. So hopefully you're thinking about the answers to these questions and you'll be, you can start putting them in the, in the chat um, whenever you're ready and I'll read a few of them out. Um, But I did ask this type of question on social media last week, and I want to give you some of the great examples of responses that I got. We had one person who said in 2020, they went into vocational ministry, which means that they started a career working as a pastor. And this was special to me because it's a former artisan person who attended our church years ago when artisan was first getting started and they were a college student and now they're a pastor. That's pretty exciting. Um, Somebody said, I got a new job at an amazing company with people who treat me like a human. seemingly in contrast to the prior job. And that was beautiful to read. More than one person responded to tell me about a new job that they got. Multiple people posted, um, including, thankfully, photos about getting new pets, kittens or something, you know. Uh, One person told me that 2020 is the year they finally got sober and they have eight months of sobriety now, which is really uh, exciting and wonderful. One person gave birth to a healthy baby despite having some serious health issues of their own, and then those health issues cleared up. Um, One person said, uh, no one specific thing, but 2020 hasn't been as awful to me as 2019 was, (laughs) which is the type of progress that sometimes we um, will take, right? One person went through a ton of hard things, including getting laid off from a job that they loved but was grateful that their family stuck with them through it all. And this person, um, kind of along the lines of what I was saying a minute ago, felt the blessings of God, not in spite of a bad year, but in some ways because of it. And boy, that is a, that is a truth of the gospel, um, that God can work all things for good, even things that are legitimately, unquestionably, unqualifyingly terrible. God can still work goodness out of that. That's why I love that song from Gunger, You Make Beautiful Things Out of the Dust. So those are some of the answers I got on on, uh, social media this week. Let me read out some of the ones. I see a bunch of them in the chat here. Um, Someone said, feeling God's love through an outpouring of love and support and meals and kindness amidst my cancer diagnosis. Wow. And thank you to those of you who were the church uh, in that situation anonymously received something from someone who said they experienced time in the hospital due to COVID complications, six days, and God revealed himself to me in a very powerful way while the person was there. Dan says, my dad suffered a heart attack. This was a blessing, um, both because he recovered swiftly and fully, but also because it led to a deep and meaningful conversation about our relationship, emotional challenges, and how we can be better with each other. Moving forward, oh my goodness, talk about making a beautiful thing out of the dust. Wow. 
Um, I'm not sure I'm going to make it through this list, folks. I'm sorry in advance. Um, I encourage you to read it if I miss any of them. Uh, Scott says, when I got engaged to my now husband seven years ago, my sister cut off contact with me and him without warning. was not able to see my niece or nephew and had no contact. This year we have spent July 4th, Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, and Christmas together, and we'll see them on New Year's Eve. We've prayed for years for movement forward, and this was the first year we felt like reconciliation is truly possible. Wow, what a joy. My goodness. Oh. Someone says, our son is sober. Another story of sobriety. I love, love it. Tai Tai says, I have a hamster with, um, one, two, three, four, six, seven, nine, nine. it looks like 92 exclamation points. Excellent. I love it. A new pet is a great way to make a good year uh, out of a rough year. As you may know, our family got six chickens this year, and they, they definitely have helped us make it through. Um, <clears throat> someone says, I also started 2020 with a new job, and it's the first time in a while I have only had to have one job. Congratulations, Kristen. I love it. Sarah says, Aaron being able to work from home and for all of us to enjoy Hazel growing up, focusing on our home and making it a cozy sanctuary. Wonderful and beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Oh. And look, right after that, <laughs> Aaron is the one who responds to say, working from home has been an incredible blessing uh, for all those same reasons. I love it. I love it. Ken says, finally got back to the Adirondacks after 25 years. Wow, great. Uh, Jane says, the Zoom weekly prayer meetings. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for your prayers. Those of you who are the the uh, the prayers in Artisans community, I love you. Colleen says, our deconstruction workshops in the spring and summer were a blessing to me. Yes, they were a blessing to me too. I'm glad. Cheryl says, my father passed away in August. Somehow, despite all of COVID restrictions, all eight of his children got to see him in person and say goodbye before he passed. He opened his eyes and smiled at me one last time. My goodness. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you for sharing that. And Susan says, Liliana Joy. Yes. Um, there are some new babies in the artisan community. And oh, look, there's the, there's the hamster. Tai Tai's holding it up. Wow, I love it. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, Tai Tai, if you get a chance, tell us what your hamster's name is, because I would love. To, I think we would all love to know that. Um, I was saying there have been a lot of a lot of uh, additions to the artisan community this year. Um, oh, Snowball! What a great name for a hamster! Oh my goodness. Um, Anyway, new babies born this year and um, babies that were, they're maybe not babies anymore. <laughs> Little ones who were just born who are already walking. And um, as I was putting together some of our Christmas Eve videos, I was really struck by this because there were some, um, it's especially obvious with children uh, who I haven't seen since March. Um who uh, are like they've gotten so big, you know, and they're lighting candles or singing in the kids' choir or whatever it was, and I just couldn't believe how fast they've grown. I see that with my own children, of course, but um, it's a different experience when I see other others' children's. Oh, wow. Um, Paul and Megan, new uh, baby from January 2nd. Is it pronounced Freya? 
Yeah. Um, and walking already. My goodness. Yeah. Um, boy, thank you all for sharing those great stories. Um, this would not get a very good grade on a, on a seminary class on preaching. This is not a sermon per se. However, oh, Freya, gotcha. Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, however, I think it has really been a blessing to everybody. I can see some faces in Zoom and people's responses to these stories. Once again, the last thing I want to do is gloss over the real difficulties that we've experienced this year or to um, minimize the pain that, that some of you have experienced, uh, that we've all experienced, but for some of you it's been really, really profoundly difficult. And... Um, I take nothing away from that, and I, I want to. I want you to know that there's always space for you to mourn and grieve those things here at Artisan and and with me as a pastor. Um, but I know for myself, uh, the the kind of constant emphasis on the the challenges that we've faced this year has caused me to miss some of the good and beautiful things and. Where the story of God's people is not story of people who have great times, right? Um, God's people are the underdogs in pretty much every story in the Bible, and they experience very real and very significant challenges, um, including ones that aren't all that different from the ones that we've seen now. And if you extend the story of God's people, as I think we, of course, should, beyond the stories just in the Bible and look through the history of the church um, and the history of the world since, since we are all God's children, um, heartache and pain and, and loss and death are part of those stories. And to me... Um, over over the years of maturing as a Christian and a person of belief and faith, I have moved away from the idea that God's going to make everything good all the time. And I've moved through the idea that God deliberately makes the times bad for some of us, or that there's always a reason for every suffering. And I've moved to a place where I find that God is present in the midst of the suffering that we experience, that God redeems all things, not just our individual souls, but the lives that we lead and the experiences of the world that we have, and that God can make beautiful things out of the dust, the pain, the loss, the hurt, the sickness, the death. And so I hope that seeing glimmers of that, for those of you who have not shared a story, maybe because you don't have one right now, I hope that seeing the glimmers of this beauty has been an encouragement to you and um, a reminder that, that God is working behind the scenes in your life right now and that there is something beautiful being shaped and forged and grown and that you will see it. Which doesn't mean that everything's going to be great for the rest of your life. That would be a lie that could not be sustained. But it does mean that God is present with you and with us. And that is, after all, the message of Christmas. He shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us.
For more information, visit us at artisanchurch.com.